Welcome to the Daily Archive Radio Station, brought you by Hung Tru from the University of Toronto and Ruo Chan Luo from TTI Chicago. You are listening to the Machine Learning category of July 19, 2022. Do you know that a dime has 118 ridges around the edge? Today we have selected 11 papers out of 40 submissions. Now let's hear paper number one. This paper was selected because it is authored by Li Xie, Professor of Electrical Engineering, Nanyang Technological University. Paper title Deep Learning and its Applications to Wi-Fi Human Sensing, a Benchmark and a Tutorial. Authored by Jian Fei Yang, Xinyin Chen, Dezuo Wang, Han Zhou, Chris Xiaoxuan Lu, Sum A Sun, and Li Hua Xie. Paper Abstract Wi-Fi sensing has been evolving rapidly in recent years. Empowered by propagation models and deep learning methods, many challenging applications are realized such as Wi-Fi-based human activity recognition and gesture recognition. However, in contrast to deep learning for visual recognition and natural language processing, no sufficiently comprehensive public benchmark exists. In this paper, we highlight the recent progress on deep learning-enabled Wi-Fi sensing, and then propose a benchmark, SenseFi, to study the effectiveness of various deep learning models for Wi-Fi sensing. These advanced models are compared in terms of distinct sensing tasks, Wi-Fi platforms, recognition accuracy, model size, computational complexity, feature transferability, and adaptability of unsupervised learning. It is also regarded as a tutorial for deep learning-based Wi-Fi sensing, starting from CSI hardware platform to sensing algorithms. The extensive experiments provide us with experiences in deep model design, learning strategy skills and training techniques for real-world applications. To the best of our knowledge, this is the first benchmark with an open-source library for deep learning and Wi-Fi sensing research. The benchmark codes are available at github.com slash sg slash Wi-Fi CSI Sensing Benchmark. I think this is a cool paper. What do you think? Now let's hear paper number two. This paper was selected because it is authored by Martin Esther, Professor of Computer Science, Simon Fraser University. Paper title Subgroup Discovery in Unstructured Data Authored by Ali Arab, Dev Aurora, Jalin Liu, and Martin Esther Paper Abstract Subgroup discovery is a descriptive and exploratory data mining technique to identify subgroups in a population that exhibit interesting behavior with respect to a variable of interest. Subgroup discovery has numerous applications in knowledge discovery and hypothesis generation, yet it remains inapplicable for unstructured, high-dimensional data such as images. This is because subgroup discovery algorithms rely on defining descriptive rules based on attribute, value, pairs, however, in unstructured data, an attribute is not well defined. Even in cases where the notion of attribute intuitively exists in the data, such as a pixel in an image, due to the high dimensionality of the data, these attributes are not informative enough to be used in a rule. In this paper, 
We introduced the subgroup Aware Variational Autoencoder, a novel variational autoencoder that learns a representation of unstructured data which leads to subgroups with higher quality. Our experimental results demonstrate the effectiveness of the method at learning subgroups with high quality while supporting the interpretability of the concepts. What an interesting paper. Now let's hear paper number three. This paper was selected because it is authored by Yiming Yang, Professor of Computer Science, Carnegie Mellon University. Paper title Flogan, Fast and Slow Graph Generation Authored by Aman Madan and Yiming Yang Paper Abstract We present Flogan, a graph generation model inspired by the dual process theory of mind that generates large graphs incrementally. Depending on the difficulty of completing the graph at the current step, graph generation is routed to either a fast weaker, or a slow stronger, model. Fast and slow models have identical architectures, but vary in the number of parameters and consequently the strength. Experiments on real-world graphs show that ours can successfully generate graphs similar to those generated by a single large model in a fraction of time. What an interesting paper. Now let's hear paper number 4. This paper was selected because it is authored by G.E. Wang, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. Paper title Home High-order mixed-moment-based embedding for representation learning. Authored by Chuang Niu and Ge Wang. Paper abstract. Minimum redundancy among different elements of an embedding in a latent space is a fundamental requirement or major preference in representation learning to capture intrinsic informational structures. Current self-supervised learning methods minimize a pairwise covariance matrix to reduce the feature redundancy and produce promising results. However, such representation features of multiple variables may contain the redundancy among more than two feature variables that cannot be minimized via the pairwise regularization. Here we propose the high-order mixed-moment-based embedding HOME, strategy to reduce the redundancy between any sets of feature variables which is to our best knowledge the first attempt to utilize high-order statistics information in this context. Multivariate mutual information is minimum if and only if multiple variables are mutually independent, which suggests the necessary conditions of factorized mixed moments among multiple variables. Based on these statistical and information-theoretic principles, our general home framework is presented for self-supervised representation learning. Our initial experiments show that a simple version in the form of a three-order home scheme already significantly outperforms the current two-order baseline method, i.e., Barlow twins, in terms of the linear evaluation on representation features. This is absolutely fantastic. Now let's hear paper number five. This paper was selected because it is authored by Wei Lu, PhD student of computer science, UNC Chapel Hill. Paper title Neural Modal Loads, Integrating Physics-Based Modeling with Neural Loads for Modeling High-Dimensional Monitored Structures. Authored by Vilu Lai, Wei Lu, Zudong Zhen, 
Kieran Baxa, Limin Sun, and Eleni Chatsi. Paper Abstract The order-slash-dimension of models derived on the basis of data is commonly restricted by the number of observations, or in the context of monitored systems, sensing nodes. This is particularly true for structural systems, for example civil or mechanical structures, which are typically high-dimensional in nature. In the scope of physics-informed machine learning, this paper proposes a framework, termed neural modal odes, to integrate physics-based modeling with deep learning, particularly, neural ordinary differential equations-neural odes, for modeling the dynamics of monitored and high-dimensional engineered systems. In this initiating exploration, we restrict ourselves to linear or mildly nonlinear systems. We propose an architecture that couples a dynamic version of variational autoencoders with physics-informed neural loads, pi-neural loads. An encoder, as a part of the autoencoder, learns the abstract mappings from the first few items of observational data to the initial values of the latent variables, which drive the learning of embedded dynamics via physics-informed neural loads, imposing a backslash textit modal model, structure to that latent space. The decoder of the proposed model adopts the eigenmodes derived from an eigenanalysis applied to the linearized portion of a physics-based model, a process implicitly carrying the spatial relationship between degrees of freedom, DOOFs. The framework is validated on a numerical example, and an experimental dataset of a scaled cable-stayed bridge, where the learned hybrid model is shown to outperform a purely physics-based approach to modeling. We further show the functionality of the proposed scheme within the context of virtual sensing, i.e., the recovery of generalized response quantities and unmeasured doofs from spatially sparse data. What an interesting paper. Now let's hear paper number 6. This paper was selected because it is authored by Lior Rach, Professor of Software and Information Systems Engineering, Ben Gurion University of the and Braka Shapira, Ben Gurion University of the Negev. Paper title: Transfer Learning for Time Series Classification Using Synthetic Data Generation. Authored by Yardin Rotem, Nathaniel Shimini, Lior Roch, and Braka Shapira. Paper abstract: In this paper. We propose an innovative transfer learning for time series classification method. Instead of using an existing dataset from the UCR archive as the source dataset, we generated a 15 million synthetic univariate time series dataset that was created using our unique synthetic time series generator algorithm which can generate data with diverse patterns and angles and different sequence lengths. Furthermore, Instead of using classification tasks provided by the UCR archive as the source task as previous studies did, we used our own 55 regression tasks as the source tasks, which produced better results than selecting classification tasks from the UCR archive. This is absolutely fantastic. Now let's hear paper number 7. This paper was selected because it is authored by Konstantinos N. Platoniotis, Professor, Iki Department, University of Toronto. Paper title Subclass Knowledge Distillation with Known Subclass Labels Authored by Ahmad Siedi, 
Yuri A. Lorishin, and Konstantinos and Platonios. Paper Abstract This work introduces a novel knowledge distillation framework for classification tasks where information on existing subclasses is available and taken into consideration. In classification tasks with a small number of classes or binary detection, the amount of information transferred from the teacher to the student is restricted, thus limiting the utility of knowledge distillation. Performance can be improved by leveraging information of possible subclasses within the classes. To that end, we propose the so-called subclass knowledge distillation (SKD), a process of transferring the knowledge of predicted subclasses from a teacher to a smaller student. Meaningful information that is not in the teacher's class logits but exists in subclass logits, for example, similarities within classes, will be conveyed to the student through the SKD. which will then boost the student's performance analytically we measure how much extra information the teacher can provide the student via the skd to demonstrate the efficacy of our work the framework developed is evaluated in clinical application namely colorectal polyp binary classification it is a practical problem with two classes and a number of subclasses per class in this application Clinician provided annotations are used to define subclasses based on the annotation label's variability in a curriculum style of learning. A lightweight, low complexity student trained with the SKD framework achieves an F1 score of 85.05%, an improvement of 1.47%, and a 2.10% gain over the student that is trained with and without conventional knowledge distillation, respectively. The 2.10% F1 score gap between students trained with and without the SKD can be explained by the extra subclass knowledge, i.e., the extra 0.4656 label bits per sample that the teacher can transfer in our experiment. What an interesting paper. Now let's hear paper number 8. This paper was selected because it is authored by Pietro Leo, University of Cambridge, and Fabio Vanden, Professor, Department of Information Engineering, University of Padova. Paper title: Size Shift Reg: A Regularization Method for Improving Size Generalization in Graph Neural Networks. Authored by: David Buffalai, Pietro Leo. and Fabio Vanden. Paper abstract. In the past few years, graph neural networks, GNNs, have become the de facto model of choice for graph classification. While, from the theoretical viewpoint, most GNNs can operate on graphs of any size, it is empirically observed that their classification performance degrades when they are applied on graphs with sizes that differ from those in the training data. Previous works have tried to tackle this issue in graph classification by providing the model with inductive biases derived from assumptions on the generative process of the graphs or by requiring access to graphs from the test domain. The first strategy is tied to the use of ad hoc models and to the quality of the assumptions made on the generative process, leaving open the question of how to improve the performance of generic GNN models in general settings. On the other hand, The second strategy can be applied to any GNN, but requires access to information that is not always easy to obtain. In this work, we consider the scenario in which we only have access to the training data, 
and we propose a regularization strategy that can be applied to any GNN to improve its generalization capabilities from smaller to larger graphs without requiring access to the test data. Our regularization is based on the idea of simulating a shift in the size of the training graphs using coarsening techniques, and enforcing the model to be robust to such a shift. Experimental results on standard datasets show that popular GNN models, trained on the 50% smallest graphs in the dataset and tested on the 10% largest graphs, obtain performance improvements of up to 30% when trained with our regularization strategy. This sounds pretty awesome. Now let's hear paper number 9. This paper was selected because it is authored by Frank Hutter, Professor of Computer Science, University of Freiburg, Germany. Paper title On the Importance of Hyperparameters in Data Augmentation for Self-Supervised Learning Authored by Diane Wagner, Fabio Ferreira, Danny Stoll, Robin Tiborskermeister, Samuel Mulla, and Frank Hutter. Paper Abstract Self-Supervised Learning, SSL, has become a very active area of deep learning research where it is heavily used as a pre-training method for classification and other tasks. However, the rapid pace of advancements in this area comes at a price. Training pipelines vary significantly across papers, which presents a potentially crucial confounding factor. Here, we show that, indeed, the choice of hyperparameters and data augmentation strategies can have a dramatic impact on performance. To shed light on these neglected factors and help maximize the power of SSL, we hyperparameterize these components and optimize them with Bayesian optimization, showing improvements across multiple datasets for the SIM-SIAM SSL approach. Realizing the importance of data augmentations for SSL, we also introduce a new automated data augmentation algorithm, Group Augment, which considers groups of augmentations and optimizes the sampling across groups. In contrast to algorithms designed for supervised learning, Group Augment achieved consistently high linear evaluation accuracy across all datasets we considered. Overall, our results indicate the importance and likely underestimated role of data augmentation for SSL. Do you like this paper? I like it a lot. Now let's hear paper number 10. This paper was selected because it is authored by Hang Huang, John A. Jarenko Endowed Professor, Electrical and Computer Engineering, University of. Paper title. Contrastive Brain Network Learning via Hierarchical Sign Graph Pooling Model. Authored by. Hoteng Tang, Gaisheng Ma, Lei Guo, Xiao Fu, Heng Huang, and Liang Zhang. Paper Abstract Recently brain networks have been widely adopted to study brain dynamics, brain development and brain diseases. Graph representation learning techniques on brain functional networks can facilitate the discovery of novel biomarkers for clinical phenotypes and neurodegenerative diseases. However, Current graph learning techniques have several issues on brain network mining. Firstly, most current graph learning models are designed for unsigned graph, which hinders the analysis of many signed network data, for example, brain functional networks. Meanwhile, 
The insufficiency of brain network data limits the model performance on clinical phenotypes predictions. Moreover, few of current graph learning model is interpretable, which may not be capable to provide biological insights for model outcomes. Here, we propose an interpretable hierarchical sign graph representation learning model to extract graph-level representations from brain functional networks, which can be used for different prediction tasks. In order to further improve the model performance, we also propose a new strategy to augment functional brain network data for contrastive learning. We evaluate this framework on different classification and regression tasks using the data from HCP and OASIS. Our results from extensive experiments demonstrate the superiority of the proposed model compared to several state-of-the-art techniques. Additionally, we use graph saliency maps, derived from these prediction tasks, to demonstrate detection and interpretation of phenotypic biomarkers. I think this is a cool paper. What do you think? Now let's hear paper number 11. This paper was selected because it is authored by Charles Sutton, Google, University of Edinburgh. Paper title Repairing Systematic Outliers by Learning Clean Subspaces in VAS Authored by Simao Eduardo, Kai Xu, Alfredo Nazibal, and Charles Sutton Paper Abstract Data cleaning often comprises outlier detection and data repair. Systematic errors result from nearly deterministic transformations that occur repeatedly in the data, for example specific image pixels being set to default values or watermarks. Consequently, models with enough capacity easily overfit to these errors, making detection and repair difficult. Seeing as a systematic outlier is a combination of patterns of a clean instance and systematic error patterns, our main insight is that inliers can be modeled by a smaller representation, subspace, in a model than outliers. By exploiting this, we propose Clean Subspace Variational Autoencoder, CLSV, a novel semi-supervised model for detection and automated repair of systematic errors. The main idea is to partition the latent space and model inlier and outlier patterns separately. CLSV is effective with much less labeled data compared to previous related models, often with less than 2% of the data. We provide experiments using three image datasets in scenarios with different levels of corruption and labeled set sizes, comparing to relevant baselines. CLSV provides superior repairs without human intervention. For example with just 0.25% of labeled data we see a relative error decrease of 58% compared to the closest baseline. What an interesting paper.